ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey, friends. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm Latan Roland Murphy. Y'all, Real Victory Radio is all about getting real ready and equipped for an authentic life of real victory and learning how to walk in victory and go courageously. We are so glad that you have joined us here today. We are finishing up kind of a conversation that bled into last week's show. Uh, We almost ran out of time, and we are going to kind of finish up talking about that comparison trap that we talked about last week. We had some really good conversation, and last week, we talked about how we can combat that comparison trap by complimenting and celebrating others instead of comparing and really consistently seeking the heart of God and looking at what he says instead of what the world says and then contentment being content with what we have and where we're at and that leads us into our conversation this week this week we are talking about finding our identity what does that mean to you Latan? Oh, it means so much to me because I think in different seasons of my life, I really thought I knew who I was, but I had no idea who whose I was. And there's a big difference. I think that's so um, true. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, sometimes we, we're so human, we can't help but focus all of the attention inward and onto ourselves and Sometimes that looks like receiving the voices that are negative voices that other people have spoken over us throughout our lives, and all of it becomes part of our identity because we grab hold of what seems like truth, but mostly is really a false truth, and it creates this false identity then, uh, and we're looking to approval from men more than we're looking to God to approve and affirm us. We really do get lost in confusion and not knowing. And one of the things that I wrote down for our conversation this week was that knowing who and whose we are gives us the confidence we need to step into our God-given destiny. Identity is all about belonging. And when we find that sense of belonging to Christ and what we have available in him, we can walk in our entire inheritance, everything we've been given. I love that so much. And, and, you know, on the heels of our show last week, Amy, when we talked about comparison and the comparison trap and how we get stuck in comparing ourselves with other people, um, instead of completing others and allowing others to complete us, we compare ourselves and we always come up short. And this kind of life affects our identity in such negative, negative ways. Philippians 3.8 says that everything is a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Everything pales in comparison. And today, I just want to speak into the lives of the listeners who are maybe in a marriage that they never hear a kind word spoken over them. Perhaps they are 
in a job position that the same happens in the job place, and perhaps they're serving um, someplace and their eyes have been removed from pleasing God to pleasing man, and their identity has been watered down in such a way that they really feel so empty inside today because they don't know who they are. They've lost their confidence, they've lost their hope, and they've lost their security. And so today it's just an honor for you and I to get to speak into those lives because we know what that looks like. We've been those girls at different points in our lives that received the lies from other people, and it's ultimately the lie of the enemy, right? Oh, absolutely. And it's so hard to overcome that, but it is possible. And I know that somebody needs to hear that today, that it is possible to rise above those lies and and rise up and really walk in and live in the truth of who God says that we are. And that's really what the identity in Christ is about. It's about knowing who we are and whose we are. And then one thing that I wrote down when you were talking before was um, about being there. There's a security in knowing God, like you said in that Bible verse earlier, and being known. So when we know him, and then we know that he knows us and made us the way that he did and gave us all the things that he did in Christ, we can walk in a greater confidence. It's so true. And I'm thinking of a funny thing that happened to me when I was speaking once. Um, A lady came up to me after I finished speaking, and she said to me, you remind me so much of your daughter. My daughter, she said, and I'm thinking everybody loves their daughter, right? So it has to be a sweet compliment she's about to give me and then she followed with especially around her mouth and jaw poor thing she had to have so many surgeries on her mouth and jaw she even had teeth growing in her sinus cavities and at this point like what she said she said her daughter even had teeth growing in her sinus cavities that's and so at this point I my friend was laughing hysterically and had to literally walk away but Every day we have comments made to us that the enemy will take and twist that thing and make it such a personal thing that that really does catastrophic damage to our identity as a woman. And for me, here I am, a keynote speaker. I have to get up on a platform. You're a keynote speaker, Amy, and you know the vulnerability of standing before people. And now I have this in my head. Oh, my goodness, I must need surgery on my jaw and mouth. And maybe I have teeth growing in my sinus cavities. Is that not hilarious? It's so funny, the voices that the enemy will come against us with. He will attack your appearance. He will attack your gifts. He will attack your character. And I think today's topic is so important because our true identity has to come from what we know God says we are. And he says in 1 John 3, 1, that the love of the Father has lavished on us, has been lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that means that we belong to God that we are his precious daughter, and that no voice that's ever spoken against us. There are women listening right now that someone told them they were fat and ugly and not attractive and not very smart. 
And I just wanted to share that story because it affects your identity. But when we take that and use it as a weapon and allow God to use it as a powerful testimony to, to help someone else, then we are really, really securing our identity and who Christ is and what he's capable of building inside of us, even when we've been torn down. You know, Latan, it's so interesting that you say that somebody said that to you. I can remember two things that were spoken over me, and they had big effects on the rest of my life. When I was 16, 16 years old, my big brother, who I thought was just hung the moon, said to me, you'd be gorgeous if you got a nose job. Oh, my gosh. I mean, way to wreck my life. Thanks, big brother. And then the other thing was that when I was in, like, sixth grade, Sean Lynn, if anybody from Oklahoma is listening, Sean Lynn told me on the, I shouldn't have said his name, but I did. Um, That's right. It was, like, 30 years ago, maybe more. I was in sixth grade, and I'm running, and he told me I ran funny, and I have never run since. I'm like, I'm not a runner. I'm not a runner. And, you know, we begin to say those things over ourselves. We begin to take on like, oh, I have a big nose or, oh, I uh, and let me just say that my brother later in life got a nose job because our noses were exactly the same. But anyway, we're not going to go there. I'm going to be nice. Uh, He's no longer with us. So I'm going to really be nice. But anyway, um, I did. I did not run and it really did affect me. I would not run in front of people. And that is the power of the world's voice over us, but we have something so much stronger in the words that God has spoken over us. And I want to read first Peter two, nine, first Peter two, nine says, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I love that, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into this wonderful light. We don't have to hide anymore in, in shame or, or embarrassment of what someone said over us because God has called us out of those places and into the light of his love and his love is so much more powerful and another verse is John 15 15 that says I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business instead I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I have made known to you and then he goes on in another verse Ephesians 2 10 says we are God's handiwork created in Jesus Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us. And I love knowing that we are on God's mind. We're on his mind. I love that. I love that so much. And First Corinthians six nineteen and 20 says, do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. Wow. Mm-hmm. Everything you shared about running, I was thinking that to look at you, the whole world would say that you're a runner because you're physically fit and you don't have a weight problem. And so I'm just grateful that you were willing to share that today, too, Amy, because there's a gazillion listeners today who are running a different kind of race. And some of them feel they, they're incapable of it that they're not runners and so thank you for for sharing that today and for all of us that need to be reminded that god created us in his image that he created us to do wonderful things 
we can't even conceive of. And he tells us in Jeremiah 1.5 that before he formed us in our mother's womb, he knew us before we were born. He set us apart. And that means that he set us apart for a good thing, to experience his presence, to let his truth soak in to every desire of our heart so that we could turn our feet towards God and we could run a race that's powerful and effective. And we could have an identity that is so wrapped up in who he is that we do not feel empty in any way because we're so filled to the brim with all that he's offered us as his children. And to me, that's a good word. That is a good word. I am really loving all the scriptures that we're giving today. Just I hope that the listeners are encouraged by just hearing all of these God's word, all these scriptures that are reassuring us of who we are and how we can run the race. And 1 Corinthians 9, 24 says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize run in such a way as to get the prize. And that doesn't mean that there's only one prize for us. We're all running in this race and the prize is Jesus and he is for all of us. So that is a encouragement to me to continue to keep running in such a way to get that prize. And he has made all of us, Romans 837 says that we have been made more than conquerors through him who loved us. And Psalm 139 14 says, I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And if we can count on that knowledge and call out these scriptures, put them on the sticky notes on your mirror, write them in lipstick in your mirror, whatever you need to do to remind yourself of who you are and that you are already victorious, that you're already a conqueror. And 2 Corinthians 5, 17 tells us that we are even a new creation. Hmm. Such good I stuff. I love that so much. It's such good word. It's such All of this is such power for our lives. We don't need more access to God, Amy, because we've already been given full access to all that he's provided. When he said on the cross, it is finished, it meant that our insecurities can be finished and over on a day-to-day basis. It means that our um, identity crisis can be completed because we are in him now. And with that, we've been given access to all the confidence, all the peace, All that he is as God the Father can be ours if we would just come to him. But God needs access to us, and he waits for us to open the door to his son, Jesus. So all we have to say is, Lord, here I am, an insecure, broken girl with a lot of baggage. I have said this to the Lord before, and I've even stood in the shower and said, Lord, take these voices from my head that I believed as as truth. I know these are lies, Lord, and remind me who I am. I, I am your daughter. Too. Yeah. Yes, I am your child. That's such a good word, Latan, to just ask him to remind us who we are. There's a song that is even called that. I don't know who it's by, but it's like, remind me who I am in my day to day so that I can be everything that he wants us to be. And and it sounds so big and so hard, but 
folks, all we have to do is just put one faithful foot in front of the other and look to him as our truth. He's the plumb line of truth. And even when the words are not soaking into our broken places and we're just reading God's word, but we're so beyond feeling because we're so hurt with with what has happened to us, whatever that is for the listener. If we'll just continue to press our broken selves into his holy word and read and pray and seek his face, then he will heal us. And he will begin to put back together the broken pieces of a shattered identity, and he will make a much better picture out of our lives than we could conceive of. He makes it so much more beautiful. Latan, I'm thinking about a verse as we were talking about running and stuff, and I know I'm going a little bit backwards in our conversation, but I I think that this is really important for the listeners to hear today. It's Psalm 16, 5 through about 8. It says, Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure and my portion. I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I'm overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you, for you have given me the best. I love how we can rely on him to be everything that we feel like we're not. We can always count on him to be our prize, our portion, our inheritance, because that is who he is. And that's who he wants to be for us. He wants to be all the things. You know, a few weeks ago, we talked about uh, the the shepherd, the Psalm 23. And that first line is, I, I lack nothing, you know, um, And that was such a great show. Y'all go back and listen to that because it was about real rest, but finding real rest and contentment in God, even when we feel like we're lacking or we're in a, in a place where we don't maybe know who we are anymore. No. And I think sometimes we even try to put words in God's mouth, expecting him to validate decisions Mm. that we've made. And then we miss out altogether the opportunity to show his power in the lives of other people. I've certainly done that is instead of listening to God and letting him saturate my heart and reestablish me as a woman through the power of his word, I have given him words to say. That sounds so crazy, but have you ever done that? I do. Instead of listening, we speak what we think we need to remind God of when he already knows it all. He sees our past, our present, and our future, and he is at work even when we can't see him at work. He's reestablishing us and reshaping our identity into something so wonderful if we'll just allow him to saturate our spirit with his word and take it in as truth even when the enemy has numbed us down. And we can't feel anything anymore. He is there and he is the constant one. Mm, I love that. The constant one. There's a song by Stephanie Gretzinger uh, called Constant One. That is, it's such, it is really who God is for us. And we can count on his being constant for us. One of the things that you talked about a moment ago that I think is so important is that that place where we feel broken, I think is the place when we are most vulnerable to believing the lies that we hear. And in Psalm 51, 
17 in the message. It says, heart shattered lives ready for love. Don't for a moment escape God's notice. And that is what I think somebody needs to hear today. You may feel broken. You may feel like your heart is shattered in a million pieces, that you don't know who you are, that you're confused and everything is chaotic. But God says that when you come to him and you're ready for his love, he's going to put all that back together. Like you said earlier, Latan, he's going to put all of that back together. And I love the message, how it says they don't for a moment escape God's notice. He sees you, listener. He sees you. He does. And he never overlooks us when we think he has skipped over us and he has positioned his eyes onto someone else that seems more valuable. He has not. And I loved what um, my friend Jennifer Kennedy Dean, who passed away, reminded me of this many times over about how we are in danger when we try to put words in God's mouth, as we said earlier. Mm-hmm. And that many times, you know, God says that he wants to redefine our problems. And he helps us to see our problems as opportunities that we can show his power in the way we live and love, in the way we choose to become better instead of bitter. Those are my words. Um, Like I share with you the story about what the woman said to me, that was an attack uh, of the enemy through a very, very, very sweet woman because I've been used by the enemy before to speak things that I had no idea would make somebody else lose their identity in a sense and like am i should i be speaking if i should i should i do have the right to to teach women um based on the knowledge that i have of god's word and all the questioning but when we surrender all the hurt all the insecurity all the identity crisis that we deal with and we say god Show me whose I am, because in you I am enough, like you said so beautifully through Scripture. Let your power be revealed. Let this and this and this and this be opportunities to show your power. And when we are listening to what we want to hear instead of what he says to us, then we're going to miss him altogether. Latan, I'm going to have to cut you short. I'm so sorry, girl. We have about three minutes left. And I loved how you were talking about how we can go to him and ask him to take the things that are hurting us. And we're just going to turn those things around. We're going to turn them over to the Lord so that he can turn them around so that we can really grasp the identity that we have in Christ. So I want to pray really, really quick because we have you know just a few moments before we need to close out the show. And we'll close out the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us for Real Victory Radio. We're going to pray in just one moment. We want to hear from you and you can email us at gocourageously at realvictoryradio.org O-R-G. We would love to hear how our show is helping you to just walk in more victory and go courageously. Latam, we have two minutes. Would you pray us out? Father, thank you so much that our identity can be found solely in you, that you are enough to represent our hearts all of our days, that in you we are enough, that in you we are secure that in you we find assurance to know that there is nothing impossible for your glory and for your power, Lord. 
Help us, Father, to seek your face every day and to be open to be reshaped for your good purpose, Lord. Help us, Lord Jesus, to take our eyes off of ourselves and position them onto your bigger plan, your greater purpose, and onto your power, Lord, at work within us. In your holy and precious name, I pray. Amen. Oh, thank you so much for praying for us today, Latan. That was a beautiful prayer. And Lord, we do. We just lift up the listeners and ask that you would just do it. Do your work in us and let others see it. Thank you guys so much for joining us for Real Victory Radio today. And like I said earlier, go check out realvictoryradio.org. Our new website is kind of a work in progress like we are, but go check it out. You can listen to some other episodes. You can find us on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Spotify. And while you're on the website, we are listener supported, and we would love for you to partner with us in the victory movement. So go to realvictoryradio.org and learn Learn more today. Thank you guys for listening to Real Victory Radio. Go out and live courageously. Go courageously. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.